Welcome to another edition of One Morning I'm Going Home and Going to Bed. Justin Barger here with Josh Jones. It's been about two months since our last it confession. Is, it has been a while, man. It has been a while. I can't, I can't remember how to open up a box. Monday, July. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> Monday, July 12th. It's been, like I said, it's been what, it's the first week of May. The last time we were. Yeah. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, second week of May. Mm-hmm. It, it has been a while, that's yeah. for sure. Lots going down. How's your, how's your summer been so far? Exhausting, exhausting between work. You know, I was uh, contracted out to help with the Friends of Charity Auto Fair, which just happened this weekend. How'd that go? Oh man, it was great. We had uh, 508 uh, registered cars. We set a record uh, for the YMCA out, or the, for the uh, for the airport out there. Everything went pretty smooth. Josh Turner, who was the country star, is an asshole. Was it? Uh, oh man, just a straight asshole. Really? Oh, so he wasn't doing any meet and greets. He barely could get to sign anything. He had us. We had to pull the the tour bus right up to the back of the stage. So when he was done, he literally could get out and leave. So he wouldn't have to stay or sign autographs or anything. And, and when I say he left, so at the, in the French Cherry Auto Fair, was he playing his curtain calls? He was backing my, up. Was yeah, back so my my last job when I was there was when I heard the last song, which I don't know any fucking Josh Turner songs. So I had to listen to that song. Was, did he sing Long Black Train? I have no idea. That's all I know is the last song was Would You Go With Me? And uh, and so I listened to that song like six times, so I knew it. And what was so funny is, so I'm up in the uh, in the camper on top of the hill, like the commission the camp and center, and we're drinking some moonshine and, and just hanging out, and uh, and uh, we got the window open so I can listen for the last song. And uh, I get a call from Monty Price, uh, who did the sound out there for the car show, and he's like, Josh, I'm down on the boat about an eighth of a mile, and some guy's laying in the ditch. I don't know what's going on. So I said, all right, I'll take care of it. So I got out, got in the golf cart, drove down to where Jancare was. I was like, hey, guys, like, there's a there's a kind of ditch about eighth of a mile down on Airport Road. So would you guys go you know, see what's going on? So they took off. And as soon as they took off, I heard the start of that song. I was like, it's a fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> so I called, I called the fireworks guy. I was like, last song, man. <laughs> so uh, so then, like, so the fireworks went off. Man, it's a $5,000 display. So it's a good fireworks show. And he... That motherfucker was gone before that fireworks show ended. Was he really? He got in his bus and rolled out. And what really pissed me off about them, so Saturday morning they told me the bus will be, the tour buses, will, they brought two buses. We'll be here between five, we'll be here around five. They're leaving from Indiana, they'll be here around 5 a.m. I said, all right, so I got my ass up down there in a golf cart, and it was cold Saturday morning, waiting for those assholes to show up. They didn't get there till six. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I was pissed off. Pissed but outside of that, and there was, you know, there's always shit that comes up during the day, but oh, it went pretty good, man. It was, yeah, yeah I was exhausted. I think I worked uh, over Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I worked 50 hours mm. out in the sun and the heat. So, pretty good shift. Yeah, it's a good shift, but uh, we're well rewarded. So yeah. we didn't, you didn't mention, we didn't mention the drinks. Yeah, we didn't mention the drinks. Your idea, right your idea, great call by the way. Well, when I was at the show, um, a guy owns uh, one of the ledger companies around here was there. He had a whole bunch of these. All different flavored moonshines. So uh, they gave me the blueberry, which I brought, and I figured we'll get some, we'll drink that, sip on that, have some Coronas, and have some blue and gold. Blue and gold. Cheers. There you go. Yeah. That's my first foray into this. It's a little sweet. That's good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's good. Yep. Yeah, it's a little blue and gold drink nice. right there. Nice. So, anyway, so, so the, the point to your first question is it's been exhausting because I'm 
working two jobs basically yeah. since you know last time we talked. But and you're going to the beach tomorrow. You're going to the beach tomorrow for a couple of days, and then then August 9th through the 13th, we're going to Niagara Falls. Nice. Yeah, me attaching the kids. So. Nice. That'd be good. Yeah. And the puppy. I'll tell about the puppy later. All right. How was your supper been? Well, it was good. We went to. Uh, I unfortunately missed the booth celebration. Mm hmm. Because Aunt Bunny has a condo at Polly's Island. And the only weekend that we could get where we could all go was the weekend of Thomas' yeah. wedding. So we went to it was me and Jaina. Garrett, Garrett was still at Fort Pickett, so he, didn't, he couldn't go. It was mom, dad, me, Jaina, and Courtney, and the boys. So the day of, we're leaving. And I had to actually, I actually conducted business at Elliott's the night before. <laughs> the guy I got some longer, comes out there quite a bit, and his shit renewed on Friday. So I had to, I told him, I said, I'm leaving. I said, I can meet you at the bar Wednesday night when we get everything signed up. And he said, fine. So I got all that knocked out. So I went to the office at 6.45 the next morning to drop off the check and the applications that he had signed. Well, I was r riding with Courtney, but I was going to drive her car. So I said, you pick me up at my house about 10 to 7. We'll stop by the office. I'll do what I got to do and we'll leave. So... I'm ready at 6.45, and I'm thinking, should I go ahead and go to the office and then come back? And I was like, no, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Five after seven, motherfucker rolls in. Well, I'm only 15 minutes late. I said, I should have known. <laughs> so we get to the office. She's like, I'm going to pull up and get gas. I said, why didn't you get gas last night? Okay, so she didn't get gas. So she pulls up to get gas. Well, I go into the office to drop my shit off. I come back out. Ethan's sitting in the car. Courtney's, nobody's pumping gas. She's inside with Kate buying snacks and shit. And I'm like, this is bullshit. So she's like, well, I prepaid. So I start pumping, uh, finish. Kate comes around, gets in. Courtney is, I'm assuming, in the vehicle. So I start some bitch up, and I hit the gas, and she said, oh, shit. I ran over her foot. No, you did not. I sure did. <laughs> she said, you ran over my toe. I said, well, get the fuck in the car. <laughs> What's your toe doing? Who stands outside with their foot underneath the tire <laughs> putting snacks in a cooler that you should have packed last night? I'd hear about that shit all the way to Prince. I'm leaving for I'm leaving for Beach Boy. I'm already packed. My shit's packed. Well, here's the thing. So we, she, she's in there getting uh, snacks and shit when she could have been pumping gas. We ended up stopping Prince and Chick Fil A to get food. <laughs> see, I, see, I, I already got my snacks. I got I got a cooler. I'm taking two uh, two growlers of beer. Got a bottle of bourbon. Take I'm gonna be there for two days. Okay. But dude, you're but ready. Yeah, but I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, all I gotta do is get up in the morning, get a shower, uh, go to work. And then I'll leave right from there. I was pissed. That's hilarious. I can see you. I can only imagine. Oh. Didn't get gas. Didn't have snacks. Yeah. She was fucking dressed. I'll tell you one thing I didn't realize, though. And she was 15 minutes late. she was 15 minutes late. Yeah. I mean, she checked all the boxes that day. I thought this is going to be a good trip. So, Because we met Jana at the North Carolina State Line because she was with Leslie. Okay. So I just picked her up there. So we were kind of a little bit of a clock. And once we got down there... Of course, we kind of did our own thing. We shopped, and then we did Myrtle Waves, and you know, did the beach a couple days, mm -hmm. and uh, went to the uh, Ripley's Blue or Not Aquarium, and and we went. We were going to go to the Chesapeake House the second night, which is in North Myrtle. We got there right at four thirty, and there were forty people standing outside. You could call, so we called, and they're like, "You want reservations for tonight or tomorrow?" We were like, "Not today." She's like, "Well, the closest we got is eight 30. I was like, "Oh well, no, I'm hungry now." Wow. Yeah, so we ended up going to the seafood place right beside it, which was good too. But driving out there, 
I drove Courtney's car. Mom and Dad were following us. Uh-huh. I never realized. I mean, I'm not cut out to drive in the city anyway, but I never realized how much I don't go the speed limit until I had Dad following me. <laughs> because, like, I'm trying to maintain a good speed, yeah. but keep him close enough, yeah. but try not to. You know how it is when you're when you're down there, people are ducking in oh, and yeah. out, yeah, and you like, can't give them any room because they'll dive they'll in there break, in a three different t- I Finally, at one point in time, I said, Courtney, look at your father. I said, I'm going 52 miles an hour. It's 55, and he's still four car lengths behind. <laughs> oh, I was going, James like, Dad, calm down. You're getting too excited. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even going to fucking speed limits. <laughs> so I, I, I never realized how bad I don't Oh, yeah. That's the fun thing about family vacations, though, man. It's <laughs> it was good. It's a lot of coordination. It was good. Exactly. It was good. But it ended up being good overall. And then the last night we're there, of course, we end up, you know, you spend a lot of time cleaning because, you know, mom wants to leave everything yeah. nice for Bunny and them. So, so we're, there's these middle school or early high school girls that, that are there at the condo where we're uh-huh. staying. And I guess they saw Ethan. Uh-huh. Okay. So we're in the house cleaning up, getting everything ready. The doorbell rings. I'm like, who's ringing the fucking doorbell yeah. right now? So mom answers the door, and it's this little, you know, cute little teenage girl. She's like, um, I'm just wondering if you guys have any, like, kids that are, like, our age, maybe we can hang out with and play and whatever. And uh, I knew she was talking about Ethan. <laughs> and mom says, um, we've all got tasks we're doing right now, and he's not really into girls. <laughs> <laughs> so she shuts the door, and I said, Mom. You Let's really think about you just how, we, how we handled that situation. <laughs> I said, you just you just shot my boy down quick and then basically said he likes boys. Yes. <laughs> well, I just, I, we don't have time to be full of it. So, of course, immediately, Ethan's like, well, I, we got to start carrying stuff out to the car. So he's outside, and he's out there for like 10 or 15 yeah. minutes. So I go out there, and he's in the back. You know, these girls are on the other side. Well, you know, they're giggling and shit. So I go over and look. I said, "What are you doing, putting everybody's shit in order by alphabetic in alphabetical order out here?" <laughs> he said, "Shut up, shut up, man." <laughs> yeah, but I was like, "Mom, you just totally cock blocked." Yeah, he did. Yes, she did. Poor Ethan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And then, then this weekend we went. Uh, my cousin Christian Vargo, he got married actually during COVID, and they mm-hmm. finally had the reception at Glade uh-huh. Saturday. So I actually got to see Jackie. She mm-hmm. said, "Tell you I." She was asking, she was like, you you and Josh do some sort of show, don't you? And I said, yeah. I said, we're going to broadcast on Monday. I said, she's got three. Her kids are 14, 12, and her youngest one just turned one, I believe. Uh One and a half. Wow, that's a big spread. Yeah, I said, don't don't listen to it with With kids. With kids, no. No, I already dropped the F-bomb right the first 30 seconds of the show. That's what I told her. (laughs) Make sure you got your earbuds in. I said, but don't listen to it. Yeah, it was great to see her. I hadn't seen her since Uncle Jack passed away. So yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen her since yeah. college. Yeah, it was, it was a whole time. It was it was good to see her, but uh, but yeah, yeah, but other than that, man, that's uh, it's, it's funny we talk about the booth wedding. So I went to work that next week, and I worked with a guy named John Michael Redneck. His last name's actually a Redneck. Oh, and uh, right. and he was like, yeah, hey, I said I, I didn't realize this. I went to your cousin's wedding this weekend. I was like, what? He said, yeah, I was at. Tom Booth's wedding. Tom Booth's wedding. I was like, how did you get an invite to the wedding? They were high school friends. Oh, right. <laughs> he said, what's funny is, he said, I was sitting there and I looked up down, here they here come the Grusman down, and I was wearing the same suit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he said, it's a little awkward. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> 
Let's see. So, and then of course Aunt Nancy passed away. Yeah. Which was uh, which was tough. She had a hell of a run. She did, man. Ninety six. Yeah. Two months away from being ninety seven, and yeah. that was good. I, I was thinking about this um, after we had, you know, the, the service and everything was nice, and then being down there with with all the family stuff. As far as the extended family, I know Rita was talking about us getting together here, probably and hopefully next year. But given everybody that was there, I'd say that's probably the last time we're gonna have that whole bunch together. Probably so. Take yeah. true. Yeah, absolutely. Because she was the she was the last of the and, and she she held together the Jones and Ferry side. Yeah. So that's a, that's the only time you're really gonna see yeah. that intermixed yeah. of, yeah. of family. Which was so. kind of bittersweet. Yeah, absolutely. You know. But yeah, it was good hanging out there. I mean, it was. We well, we stayed down there at. At the you know her house and in the yard until like eight thirty that night, just hanging out, drinking, telling stories, and laughing. Simplicity on a beer run. Simplicity on a beer run. <laughs> Freddie said, "I thought I put you in." I said, "You did." I said, "That's why she's on her way back to get more." Because <laughs> once I assessed the situation, it was a code red. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I said, "We got some heavy hitters." We should learn from Big Jim's. Uh, uh, you know, we were like, or services. We were like. Where's the alcohol? Yeah. We need to go get some alcohol. We're, we're, <laughs> should have packed the cooler, but it is what it is. But yeah, that was good. She had, I don't know, she had a good run. Man. Yeah, she, she did. She was, she was good. She was wonderful. She was the wittiest person I've, I've ever met. She was. Probably so. I remember I took Jana down there probably two weeks before she, before she passed, and uh, I said, "Boy, I tell you what, I said, be ninety six. You sure, you sure look good." She said, "I don't have any money on me. I can't give you any money." I said, <laughs> And Booth always told me every time she saw him, she said, Tom, you behaving? He said, yes, man. I don't believe you, Tom. And she was probably right. She guaranteed she was right. right. She was right. Uh, let's see, what else? Garrett got another Army Achievement Medal. Oh, uh, yeah. Which was, which was That's pretty, pretty awesome. Cool. Jana's playing basketball now. Is she really? Yeah, she was always an athlete. She I was always decided she, she played sports. She decided she, uh, I want, she needs to cheer, but I don't feel like her being pissed off at me her senior year. So I backed off pushing her to do that. But she, I, I said, you need to do something. So she said, I want to play back one. I said, okay. So awesome. She, she's been playing. She's, we got a, we got some things to do. But she, she's just, nat- she is. She's athletic. She's naturally athletic. And, uh, yeah. she, they scrimmage. They, I don't know who they Well, play. you know, she gets it from aunt. She was a. Courtney was all all, all red up. She was all wishing I was Justin. <laughs> hey, she's the one who got the accolades. I don't see your accolades anywhere. Yeah, her competition wasn't as stiff. <laughs> I know she. We had her awards banquet when she got inducted into the uh, Oak Hill High School Hall of Sports Hall of Fame, and she's up there talking in front of all those people. Uh. And uh, she said something. She said, "And my brother was always push me to." And I said, "Yeah, you." I said, you, I can't remember exactly how. So she's got it on tape. I said something about, you know, you're always wanting to be on my level. She said, I'll never be better than my brother at anything. And I said, well, obviously you're better me than this because I damn sure ain't in the Hall of Fame. And everybody started laughing. I said, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And then I, I did want to mention this. Ethan, my nephew, is, did you, did, he's ranked as the fifth best punter man, he's got news. Yeah, he's got news articles on him and everything, 26 man. 26th ranked kicker. He's, he's doing things. Good. He's, and it, they had a seven-on-seven scrimmage two or three days ago. He's playing quarterback. Is he really? Awesome. That's the thing, too. I mean, he goes to all these kicking camps and stuff. And I, and I, you know, Corey and I talk about it all the time. I said, 
thing about it is, is that these camps and stuff he goes to with these punters and these kickers, that's all them kids are doing. Exactly. He's playing DB, receiver, so quarterback, yeah, running back. Yeah. He's doing all kinds of other shit. But that's all good though. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm excited to, to see how they, see how they do this fall. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I did want to mention this too. Have you watched Yellowstone? I have not. I've heard it's good. Holy shit! Yeah, I've heard it's good. I need to. I need to they had a marathon, and I, I, mean, I mean, obviously it's been out. I got too many shows to watch right They now. had a, they had a marathon, and I'm, I missed it when it came because it came out in eighteen. And on July 4th, they had a marathon on Paramount. And I don't have Peacock or Paramount Plus, yeah. so I DVR'd all of them. I said, holy shit. Really? I mean, I heard it's good. Justified is the benchmark. Yeah. Deadwood is good. Uh, Yellowstone's in the conversation. Really? It's in the conversation. It really is. I mean, it's, it's good. You're saying up to uh, Kevin Costner's level from Waterworld. Way up. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a low bar. He didn't have no place to go but up from that. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard that show was good. It's good. I was good. I'm always the low key. I can't wait for the the, the final episode. Now, I've, I've, I've only watched the first two. Man, it's the, it's the best of all three. I've watched the first two. There's, yeah. there's only six episodes. It's only six episodes. Oh shit. Yeah, man, it's quick, but it's it does seem good. It's good. It's it's a lot better. It's I mean, I'll end up liking One Division, and, and I like uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But this one, without a doubt, was the best one. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to yeah. watching the rest of it. So, uh, switching gears to the sports things that we've have happened since we, we last got together. We got the name, image, and likeness thing got passed. Mm-hmm. Which and it was almost immediate. Like Miami, Miami were, didn't waste any time, did they? Well, uh, Gabe Osborne was <laughs> like, I'm here by here. Tash Sherman did too. Yeah, did exactly. So, then the playoffs expanded to 12 teams. Mm-hmm. Which I think will help. I, I was surprised they went. I mean, we all thought eight would have been better than mm-hmm. four, but I, I mean, I, not that I care. I mean, it's the more whatever, but I, I was just surprised they went all the way to 12. Yeah. That I, did, have they figured out how the logistics is that's going to work? Mm-hmm. I didn't think so. And that's, it's not this year they're doing that. Yeah, that's yeah. next year. Yeah, year yeah, after. yeah, exactly. But it's, I mean, it obviously for schools like us, it's going to open the door. Yeah, absolutely. It gives you a chance. Uh, yeah, it's going to let those, those one or two. Group of five schools get a shot because they, they, I mean, you know, yeah. they should have a shot too. Exactly. So, I mean, if you're the best team, you're going to win it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, if you're the best team, you're going to win. Yeah, so that's that's taking place. And then you got uh, Javon Carter, the fifth WVU player to play in the finals. Yep. Has he got any minutes yet? I don't know. I don't watch NBA, but I don't, I don't think he's played much. I know he played just sparingly in the uh, in the, the Western Championship, but I haven't seen, I haven't really looked at the ball score. I didn't even realize the game was. I thought he he was putting up pretty good numbers in the regular season, wasn't he? He was. I guess I don't know if they shorten the bench because of playoffs. You know, they get more rest too. They get you yeah, know, day true. between yeah, games, that's so true. That's they don't true. they don't need as much rest in the season. So. Yeah, and he's playing well. He like he said career highs on his, his last the last regular season game. Yeah. So. Yep. Then you got Best Virginia starts to play the seventeenth. Uh huh. Did you get to go watch them play? I didn't get you. I heard they were blowing out that elite team, and then they did the the Elam yeah. rule. Yeah. And Ariel Manning, whatever. Yeah. Ebanks was playing on the other team. On the other team. And uh, they, I guess they had it to where we were up. Best Virginia was up by like 38 or – no, 50. They, yeah, they gave, they gave him 60 points. Yeah. <laughs> and they still ended up winning. But I'll tell you what, man. I mean, I, I was excited about – I mean, two years ago it was exciting. But looking at the – Jay Sean Page didn't play. Uh-uh. I mean, I look at the roster. You got your boy, Harler. <laughs> 
Route. How's he, my boy? Tavon Myers, Nathan Adrian. You got Sags, Tariq Phillip, KJ Staten, and Jonathan Holt. I mean, that's not exactly a. You know, Deshaun Butler's coaching. He's not playing. He's not playing though. And Ebanks ain't playing. Uh uh-uh. I don't. I don't think we're gonna go very far. I don't know, man. They said that. Uh, they said one. Luka Round's been dominating Has over in done? Europe. Yeah, and and Adrian's a beast right now. And uh, you just see how much your boy Horner averaged. Yeah, he's probably playing against guys my size. Probably so, but they said he, they uh, they had him on Sports Line or something like that, and they were asking about it. And he was like, he's like, they told me they needed me to score, so they gave me free reign, and, and I, I just I got confidence up the wazoo. I can tell him back. I told you that. I said it for four fucking years. Huggins is holding that kid back. Take that. The only thing he held that kid back was his talent and his <laughs> and his headband. Yeah. Or lack thereof. <laughs> Uh, I guess the Olympics are starting this end of this month, so yeah. we'll see how that goes. And then, of course, obviously, top basketball. The huge news is Deuce is gone. Yeah, which he yeah. just—I guess when he went to those camps or the, the combines, he just his measurables were off the charts. Yeah, he had like he had six one without shoes. His his wingspan. His wingspan was was astronomical for a guy his size. And that one clip of him in the shooting, he missed. He didn't miss. He missed. They made seven straight three-pointers. At NBA range, three-pointers, seven straight. You got to go. He plays defense. Mm-hmm. He's competitive. He's uh-huh. a pro. He I is. mean, the guy's a pro. He's, he's just he's a winner. Yeah. He's got that killer instinct. And God damn, I hate it, though. I really was excited. I mean, not, not that I'm not excited, but I think he, he would have. We were a Final Four contender with him. We, we, were, we were not a contender. We were a Final Four team with him. Probably championship level team with yep. him coming back. Yeah. So now we we've gone from that to. We'll still be good. Probably a second weekend team at best, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. It depends we'll on that Curry kid we'll works out. Uh, we're deep. Should be deep again. We got a lot of graduate transfers. So yeah, we do. The roster's totally flipped. Of course, and then obviously you know Deuce leaving, and it it just kind of was funny how it just trended that way, but. You got Taz's back, Sean McNeil's back. We picked up Jamel King at six seven four from mm-hmm. Arizona, who was originally committed to Mexico. I believe. Yeah, once we signed him, I was like, "Dude, is gone." Yeah, he's I knew, I knew that. Well, we still have a scholarship available yeah. too, because Taz doesn't count. Neither does Gabe. Mm-hmm. So we technically still have another another scholarship. Mm-hmm. So if and then of course we got a, a commitment for twenty twenty three, James Oconquo. Yeah, good luck with that. Be- Beckley Prep six nine four. He committed last month. We lost Culver, Matthews, McKay, Deuce, and Oscar from 2021. The 2021 team. Yeah. Uh, four of those guys were starters. Yeah. That's just, crazy. It's just crazy how the roster That is crazy. Came. Yeah, but, but at the end of the year, I mean, we still got a good number of starters coming back. I mean, Cottrell's got the talent to be a starter. What, uh, what's he, the time frame on him coming back from his injury? They said he's, he should be good to go. He's on pace. From what I understand, he should be good to go, so – I mean, people were, were talking about uh, uh, the starting lineups, you know, projected starting lineups, and, and we're going to get three guards. There were some people who didn't have men, and they were like, uh, it's cultural starting. <laughs> well, so, everything I've seen, everybody's assuming that Polycap's going to be in there, and Bridges. Yeah. And then I'm assuming you, you go Taz McNeil and, and, and Curry. Yeah, got to be Curry. I, the question is, is do they bring, keep bringing Taz off the bench for that, that juice off the as a six-man? Kind of like Jason, Jason Page. Yeah. That, that's going to be that, that's going to kind of. Owen Huggins, he'll probably. I mean, Jason Page was more. He wanted to come off the bench, right. so Huggins let him come off the right. bench. So and I wonder if Huggins will be like, as Taz, do you, would you prefer? Exactly. Do it here. Yeah. I mean, he's got to defer to those guys. Yeah. What they want to do yeah. because 
both McNeil and Taz are starters. Yeah. So, and if if we get any kind of post production and Curry's a decent distributor at point guard, we be pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd be okay. Yeah. Switching gears to football, Austin Kendall has landed at Louisiana Tech. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I got to give the kid at least some sort of credit. He had an O coming into this year, last year that he wasn't going to be a starter, but he stuck around. He competed, and when we needed to, when we needed him, he was ready. He did. You know, I mean, bail our ass out. Exactly. So I, I, I'm happy for him. I hope he does work. I hope he plays. Yeah. We've had eight commitments in football since our last show. Is this our best recruiting? Yes. Ever. I mean, even better than I mean, Bill Stewart and Doug Hall. They had a great recruiting class, but half those guys didn't even make it. Uh, hell, we recruited Tavita by now for seventeen Ten years. times. <laughs> Ten times. I still don't. I think he's a, he's an urban legend. I don't think he exists. <laughs> so, I, I was thinking about it. It's got to be our best recruiting class that is in our lifetime. When you I look at you look at, I mean, I'll run through. We'll run through the guys real quick. We got Maurice Hamilton, six four, three forty five, offensive lineman out of Ohio. Mumu Ben Wahad, DB out of Georgia. How many times did you practice that? I didn't. I, actually, that's the first time I've actually said it out loud. I'm glad I didn't finish that first class of Moonstrand. I really butchered that guy's name. Uh, then the two defensive ends committed, I think, on the same day. Zion Young, defensive, another guy out of Georgia. Eric Burton, defensive end out of Florida. Jacoby Spells, wide receiver out of Florida. The four-star running back, Justin Williams, out of Georgia. The four-star quarterback, Nico Marchial, out of big. Arizona. He's lefty. I think he's the highest-ranked pro-style quarterback we've had in like 15, 20 years. Yeah. He had a big offense. Well, well Gina was probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then over the weekend, Christian Stokes, a three-star DB out of Michigan. I mean, Martial and, and, and Williams are the two, the, the big ones. Yeah. And apparently the, the, the Nico, is the, he's recruiting a lot of guys to come with him too. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got 13 commitments already. And when I, you you look at this offer, even this guy that committed from Michigan, that, that Stokes kid, three-star safety, I mean, he had big-time Big Ten offers. Mm-hmm. He had ACC offers. Yeah. I mean, we're not settling for guys. We're not going up against Akron and Toledo for exactly. these guys we're getting right now. Exactly. That, that's what's impressive about but it. But it's a double-edged sword because on one hand you get excited, and on the other hand, with the, the environment in college football now where it's kind of basically a, a glorified free agency, you don't know how long these guys are going to stay, exactly. and you don't know if they're going to be on canvas for three weeks, and they look like they're coming down the depth chart, and they're like, you know what, I'm out. That's the thing. It's, it's a holy ball game. Yeah. And, and what you got to hope is that those, those guys that you lose from your green glass, you fill them with the transfers from other places. And, and you got to fill them with talent as good or better. Yeah. You know, so we're, we're going to be a stepping stone for uh, bigger colleges, and we got to be a stepping stone for smaller colleges. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's just the way it's going to be. That's what it is. Yeah. The Big Twelve Mini Day starts Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We pick sixth. Mm-hmm. Probably fair. I yeah, guess. I mean that, that middle jumble is all jumbled. So our entire it's all going to come down to quarterback play, man. I think so. I, I, well, and that if our line holds up, like we think yeah. it's, it, it could be. If if our line's good and we could generate a uh, some sort of running game, Mister Vanilla. Uh, Dogie can can just plod along, and be, just, be just, less bad. Just be yeah, be a, be a less uh, short or taller, less athletic Skyler Howard, and just get the ball to our playmakers and let them go. Yeah. <laughs> so I got, well, I say, I, Skyler Howard's a winner though. I mean, I 
I know we give him hell, and, but he threw deep balls. And, and when we needed a three yards run, he could do it. He could do it. He could do it. So I gotta, I gotta give him more credit. He won ten games. He won ten games. Now, granted, we played three good teams that year, and every one of them kicked our ass. That's true. But still, you can't argue with that. Yeah. So Lady Brown, Dante Stills are gonna be representing us. Of course, Dante was first team all preseason, first team all conference. I, was Lady second team? I didn't see. Yeah, that. I think so. Okay. Yeah. So, Apparently the, the the Big Twelve this year is lower than running backs. Apparently Oklahoma's defensive line is too, because three of the other yeah, defensive line are all from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. God damn! I know. <laughs> that ain't right. No. <laughs> so full capacity at the football field this fall. Oh yeah. And we're early three and a half point favorites over Maryland. I really? Mm-hmm. I could take that. I'd I mean, love to go to that game. Me too. It, I really would. It, that one's a... It's at College Park, but it's Labor Day weekend. Yeah, it's, it's late, isn't it? It's a, it's a later game? Noon. Time? Our it's first three game? are all noon. Everyone. I don't thought the... I know the, the G Tech game was at noon. Long Island's at noon. Maryland's at noon. I thought the... Oh, damn it. Yep. That's ridiculous. Yep, it is. They got to move that for G Tech game. How do you not? We have full capacity. You're going to make it a noon game at home. I know, that's the one thing. I, like, people complain about us going to the Big 12. I'm not as upset as other people because it... Financially, it saved us. Oh, yeah. Financially, it saved us. So, I'm not upset about it. But it does suck that we're the only East Coast team. And we play. So, we constantly get stuck we'll in the slot. always get stuck in early slot. Rick so, Neuheisel today said uh, something I thought was interesting on, on uh, Full Ride. He said there needs to be a three-team trade. He said the ACC needs to pick up West Virginia. Louisville needs to go from the ACC to the SEC. And Missouri needs to go from the SEC back to the Big 12. Yeah. He said if they can make that three-team trade, yeah. it would make things great. It's like, a, yeah. it don't, as soon as there'll be four conferences, let's hope we're one. I know. We keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break and hit the last segment. That sounds good. Welcome back to one more, and I'm going home and going to bed. Well, that was a good time. Huh? Thank you. <laughs> it's like you planned that out or something. Well, I still got some in there. I've done that once or twice. You know what? When I was drunk, this blueberry tastes better than it does right now. Really? I think it's too sweet. It's sweet. Yeah. What do you think of the apple pie? Do you like it? The apple pie's good. It's a little like a like a almost like honey in there. Something like real creamy tasting. It was good. Dang, it was real good. I was telling you, uh, one of the guys bought this moonshine and it was 130 proof and it tasted like sugar water, mm-hmm. and that was dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Me and uh, so it was all, well, kind of. After the concert started, my only test I told you was the fireworks. So me and my uh, our my buddy Terry, who's seventy four years old, he he has the camera on top of the hill, and I kept pissing him off all weekend because I kept going to trailer. <laughs> you like it? <laughs> like that? He t- he takes he goes he's in the Blake Blue lot Isn't he? every week for every WVU game. Him and Jack Fairchild. I'm seriously considering buying a parking pass. I'll split it with you. I really am considering doing it. I already told Steele, he called me last week, he said, you need tech tickets, I said, I need two. So I'm, if, I'm counting on you to be my, be my plus one. Yeah, what the, uh, oh yeah, what the, uh, how much is the parking pass? I don't I know what you All right, well, I would venture, guess, to say at least 12 or 1300 bucks. I'm not going to split that with you. Okay. But, uh. I'm glad we worked it out on the air. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we literally haven't talked yeah, about it. we haven't talked about it. <laughs> we might even get people to throw in for it, you know, because they got to play the tailgate. Which is always I mean, good. we got you got. I mean, you got Long Island, but you got Tech. We got Texas. We got Oklahoma yeah, State. It's Texas home, Tech. It's a good home schedule. It's a good home schedule. Yeah. So Iowa absolutely. State. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we only got six games, but they're all they're good. Yeah, they're all good. 
Oh. I just wish they weren't all fucking noon. Of course, we don't know when the other ones are going to be, but the first two are definitely going to be at noon. Yeah, no, they got to move some of this game. I can't believe they're going to have that tech game at noon. It just drives me nuts. But anyway, so that night, uh, he got a gift from one of the Fairchild uh, uh, children of a, a bottle single malt, or single barrel whiskey. I think it was Jack Daniels, single barrel. So you like, you want to split this with me? I said, yeah, we drank that a whole Ooh. effing bottle. <laughs> just just whiskey on ice. Ooh. And then combined with the moonshine. It's funny, at 1 a.m., because I slept in my car Friday night. And, uh, I was going to say. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Saturday, Jack Fairchild told me, he said, if you sleep, because he has a building down there where they build custom-made Broncos, mm-hmm. Ford Broncos, and uh, they showed me the inside. John Bronco there? <laughs> yeah. Like, they showed me how they build those. So I got to see how the parts of it. It's cool, man. But anyway, uh, he was like, I will take it. as a, He has a camper set up behind his building. They camps out with his grandchildren and stuff. He said, I will take it as a personal affront if you stay in your car tonight. Oh, shit. So I was like, all right. So uh, you, know, guy, you know Craig Retires and Beckley? Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're, uh, his son was there. And he was staying at that camper, too. He's like, Matt, will get you over to the camper if you need to go to the camper. I said, okay. So, But we drank that bottle of whiskey in the moonshine. And at 1 o'clock, Terry said, I'm going to sleep right here in my chair. He said, you go sleep in the bed. <laughs> so I just crashed out the bed in that nice. camper. And we got up 8 o'clock in the morning, and the sun took everything down. Works your hangover off in a heart. Yes, it does. <laughs> it sure does. It surely does. Oh, shit. That's uh. Are right, you ready for some questions here? Yep, oh, before we jump into questions, you want to mention Alex Manoa. Alex, Alex Manoa is, is Alex, doing well. That's to say the least, he's man. He, well. he still got like seven in a row the other day. Yeah, and that's that's even after the all the uh, people got buzzed with that tacky stuff they put on their hands. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be a pro. Boy, yeah. well, he is a pro. Well, he is a I pro. mean, he's been all pro. All pro. Exactly. All exactly. Pros. All right, four questions, two assholes. You want sports? You want to go first? You want me to? I feel like your non-sports is probably better than mine. Yeah, it's not even better, but yeah, it some stories, I'm sure. So you go first on sports. All right. Um, and I was going to ask what the starting five was, and that we think the starting five was going to be in basketball, but we kind of already kind of went through that. So I'm going to do this as a hypothetical. So this year, let's see, let's say Dougie plays, eh, okay. And Garrett Green comes in, he plays pretty good. Starts the next year. How long do you think we start calling for that new four-star recruit to come in and replace Garrett Green? Nick or Crowder or the the no, guy coming in the now? the guy coming in now with all the hype. Uh, hopefully not too soon because I – Let's think about WVU fans. Well, I know. First game we lose, that's going to be the call. Guaranteed. Well, uh, well we're not giving well, we, him a chance. We, we, we talked about this before. Daggy is Austin Kendall this year mm-hmm. because last year we said – if they roll Austin Kendall out there, the fan base is going to go nuts. Right. So he gave Daggy the keys, and then we kind of muddled through the season. Yeah. And then this year with the buzz about Garrett Green and spring ball, and, and, and everybody says, well, he can do this and he can't do that, but we don't know because we've never seen him in a game. Exactly. The one time we saw him do it, he got eight and nine yards on a run, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's the real interesting question is going to be, technically, Daggy has two years left. Yeah. Yeah, he does. So, if if Daggy, but he's got to be like thirty two years old. He's got to be. I mean, he's got to be thirty two years old, man. He's got to be. <laughs> but the real question is going to be with signing this with with signing Nico. Yeah. Is 
I don't think in two years you're going to have Goose Crowder and Garrett Green both on the roster. No, one of them's going to go. 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 Yeah. To answer your question, probably quick. Yeah, I think it'll be quick. It'll be quick. Because <laughs> we got the most fickle fans in America. They're like, we're all ready well, for mean, that next know, guy. I mean, it's well documented. The backup quarterback's always the most always, popular guy on the team. Always the most popular guy on the team. Speaking about, so do you think Garrett Green plays versus Maryland? Yes, I do. I, I don't think he'll play as many sets as I want him to, but I think I think Neil's going to get him in there in a couple. Of, he might only get five or six snaps, Yeah, but I think he's going to put him in there in some situations. I just hope, I, if he could limit his turnover potential, his ability in the red zone would be a big help to us just because that's the hardest thing to count for in the red zone is a scrambling quarterback, but he can't turn the ball over. Nope. If he can limit that, that's where he can that's help us this that's yeah. gonna be a key. And probably throw a deep ball because God knows Diggy can't do it. No, hell no. <laughs> I can throw better left handed. Well, maybe not. No. Maybe not. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe. I don't know. All right. So I, I wrote down one and then I, I, I thought about it and I come up with another one. So I may just ask you both of them. All right, do it. We got time. All right. I don't got any kids or. or I got no job. Oh, we ain't got shit we, to do. We didn't even mention the puppy that I got. Oh, I'll mention that later. Oh, right, you mentioned that later. Yeah. Um. So with all the changes going on, basketball, Deuce leaving, the losses we had on defense for football, a little bit of uncertainty on the offensive line quarterback, what's more likely, regular season, basketball team wins 20 games or the football team wins eight? I think more likely. I, I, I am I'm a bigger believer that the basketball team is going to be still really good. Really? I think it's going to be a top 20, top 15 team team. Really? I think we forget that, I mean, the biggest, hardest thing in basketball is experience. And we got a lot of talented, experienced players. We do. And they've all had a lot of games underneath their belt. Now, they haven't had a lot together. That's what I'm concerned but, about. But, exactly. So, it's building that. If they can build that chemistry early, we, we have things that teams don't have. We have men Playing in college basketball. We don't have boys. We have men. And the teams that go far in the NCAA tournament that aren't the top echelon five-star teams are the teams that have experienced players who've done it for years. Mm-hmm. And we have that. So so I think it's more likely that we'll win 20 in basketball. But I do think we'll win eight in football. I, yeah. <laughs> I said football. Only because... I think if it, I think this basketball team is going to be a lot better in February than they are in December, mm-hmm. and I think because we we will have some experience at some spots, but because we're bringing in so many new guys right. to be counted on to mesh immediately, I think there's going to be some growing pains in those first couple months. And even though it was a shortened season last year, the team we had last year they only won 19 games in a regular season. Yeah. So I went back and forth, but I. I'm going to lean a little bit towards football. And then speaking of football, what is our most important football game this fall? Uh, it used to be wherever we played Maryland. The Maryland game was the bellwether, but I think it might be Virginia Tech. Yeah, that's exactly who I play. If we beat Virginia Tech, I think we're in for a good season. I think it's Tech. As a home, wish it wasn't you, a new. You've got, you can't lose you can't that lose, game. You can't lose that game. You lose that game, you're going to lose it. It's the, the trust, the climb thing is going to have a whole lot yeah, of Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Time. I think Maryland would be a, a bad loss, but it's mm-hmm. on the road. But you can't lose Can't lose your take home. You can't. 
with all the hype that's going to come into it. And I still think we're, I mean, you could say Oklahoma, Iowa State, Iowa State's beat us three straight times. Oklahoma, we've never mm -hmm. beaten in the Big 12. I still think we're a year away from being in that top three yeah. discussion. Yeah. So those games are going to be important, don't get me wrong. But I think, I think it's Tech. I do. I think it's, I think it's Tech. tech. I, think it's tech. I, I think we're going to win it, but we'll see. I do, too. Yeah. I think we're going to start 3-0. I do, too. I do, too. Then we'll, then we'll see where we go from there. But see I do too. from there. Yep. All right, non-sports? Yep. I'll go first. All right, so we were looking at some pictures earlier. Kathleen was going through Loretta's stuff and found a bunch of old-school family pictures, mm -hmm. which, were, which were good. Mm -hmm. Brought back a lot of, a lot of memories. So there was one picture in there that was from Felicia's wedding, which, which was a, a, an infamous moment for me. Yes. So I was told to take care of you. Though. You were. Yeah, and looking at the smile on your face in that picture, I don't think you were doing a very good job no. in your custodial responsibilities. I did not. Or lack thereof. Why they thought I was responsible. I just turned 21. I know. You were three years old. I think I had your ID in my wallet in that picture. <laughs> you did. So, can you think of what your most infamous family gathering moment might have been? I mean, that, that's definitely mine, without a doubt. I mean, I know we've talked about it on the show, but I mean, I got, I got, I had probably, I was 18 years old. I probably had, I don't know, three or four Bloody Marys and probably six or seven beers in the church parking lot. Had to get up in church and read. Yeah. And then got cut off at the wedding reception. <laughs> that's hard to do. That is hard to do. That's that's exactly it. It. So that's definitely my most infamous family get together. Yeah, because literally when they could, they literally the bartender said you couldn't have any more. Couldn't have it. They were pouring wine in my flask. They were in your flask. <laughs> I never get. We went to Chris's that night. Yeah, you stayed at Chris's, and I was trying to talk to Chris about going go out. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "We, we can't go out." No. <laughs> That was a miserable ride home like that day. Not too. Oh, I, drive yeah, home. Yeah, I had to drive. You were riding, I oh, guess. Yeah. Was over, but. Oh, yeah. I got called everything with a child of God on the way home that day. My most infamous, uh, I don't know if anybody else picked up one of them, but I felt it was Big Jim's services. Yeah. Because I was hung over as shit before. You and Fess put in a shift. Me and Felicity, we'd been to the house club that night before, and we... We were hurting. <laughs> we I mean, just hurting. And then we went to the, the, the priest's house. And as we were waiting inside, he's got this huge liquor collection. Uh, all this liquor, this different kind of liquor is right in front of us. And me and Beth Fest were like, huh, huh, huh. Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> the other one was, I went out to uh, Marshall. Me and Ron and Taylor were going to spend a night in Charleston. And, and uh, um, Mike Charney and we were going to spend night in Charleston and just hang out and it was like an Easter weekend but Charney was like there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in Huntington let's go to Huntington so we went to Huntington we were at this party I was drinking moonshine Chris Kalani was there I jumped off a second story balcony and tackled Charney two stories below me like literally I jumped on top of him from the second story balcony <laughs> but Charney got into a fight that night uh, his buddy, who's never gotten a fight before, plus got in the face. I yelled at a lady at a at a, uh, uh, a phone booth because we were trying to get a hold of Charnaby. That night was wild. And that next day, I had to come home for Easter services. And I was in that church, and I guarantee you, I reeked of alcohol like there's no more. And I remember my, 
They said, you're all right, son? I was like, just send me next to Puff Olsen. They can tell me who's snoring. They can tell me who's snoring. <laughs> I know it's one of them. I don't know which one. <laughs> that was, uh, I could tell Nunu knew I was in bad shape, too. <laughs> oh. There's a, but, but there's Nunu, a look of disappointment. But, but it was, but you know Nunu. Nunu was like you with Grandma was with me. It didn't matter. She could watch you shoot somebody, and she would somehow blame the person who got hit. Oh with yeah, the I think she was happy I was at church. Yeah, <laughs> after all that, yeah, I still made it to church. Because yeah. Nunu would rationalize anything. I know Grandma did with me too. Anything I did. Well, oh yeah, Justin. I know he wouldn't do that on purpose. There had to be. There had to be. There's a there's a part. There's a there's a chapter in this book we're missing somewhere. There's no way Justin would do that. I mean, uh, without a doubt, I was Nunu's favorite. Yeah. She tried to get uh, Jenny to name Jonah Josh. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> oh yeah. She said, you know Josh's a good name. You should you should name him Josh. <laughs> oh hell, that's funny. That's funny. All right, what do you got for me? All right, so you know Saturday, I worked from five a.m. to you know basically eleven. Even though that last hour I was pretty much drinking. Uh, but yeah, it's a long day. It's a hard day shift. It's out in the sun. And there's a hundred shit that happens throughout the day. I mean, you know me. I I, I do not have a temper. I hope, but I got mad at one point in time because I explained to this one guy who was doing the parking in, in, in lot A. I was like, like here's I just want you to do four things. I said, like, don't let anybody park in a handicapped spot. There's, he had like a group of people helping. Don't let anybody park in the bus lane. Don't let anybody park in this curve. Because the, the tour bus has got to go out this way, so they can get out this curve. It don't, and this lower right here, even though it's not painted lines, there's parking down this. There's like 30 spots. But the lines aren't painted because they had to kind of wash because there's gravel. So they kind of, but they're, they're there. There's parking down this line. He said, all right. So we're out, and I'm driving around, and uh, I, get, I, get, I have like EOC walkie-talkie on me. So if there's an emergency or uh, weather incident, they can buzz me. I got another walkie-talkie for the hospice people, and I got another walkie-talkie for the buses. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, man. You got more shit on your belt oh, than Exactly, man. <laughs> I, that's why I needed a Batman belt. But so so I hear all the bus lines. I was like, they're like, all right, lot A is full. It's time to start running the buses. Because lot A is right next to the where the, con, where the where the show is. You can walk there, but the buses have to run to the other six lots. So I'm like, so I'm close. I was like, all right, I got, I'm going to tell the bus drivers. So I went over to the bus driver. I was like, all right, guys, it's time to start running. So the the guys up front, CERT, Civil Emergency Response Team, they were doing the managing the traffic. So they started sending people to Lot B for parking. So as I, after I get the buses, the buses get going, I start driving back. I look over, and that motherfucker didn't park anybody in that goddamn lane I told him. So there are 30 spots still available. It's 1030 in the morning. So I go back to the front, and I said, quit sending people to B. I was like, we still got 30 spots in A. So then I'm driving back, and I see him, and I smack the front of my <laughs> cart. And I said, get over here. He's like, oh, he's 20 years older than me. Oh. I was like, there are 30 spots, I told you, right here. I mean, I was screaming and yelling, pissed off at the world. I came back about, you know, a couple hours later and apologized for yelling at him. But <laughs> I was pissed. But anyway. You know, when it's, it's, yeah, I mean, this is five. I was already stressed out. You know, the morning's always the roughest time. Do you remember your hardest day of work? Hardest day of work? Uh-huh. Uh, would have been any time I was at Garfield's after a WVU loss. Because I was an HR nightmare. <laughs> Two th- 
things they take. We used to go to management class. Or they, they have those workshops and we'd have our GMs get together. Uh, and they said, as far as management styles, there's two things you don't want to ever do. Uh, be sarcastic and use profanity. <laughs> so there's no one you should never so do. Words, I had to lose fucking si- <laughs> you learn sign language. I was like, well, hell, if I can't be sarcastic and cuss, I might as well just be mute. Not to be a mom. Yeah, that's a bad combination yeah, for you. <laughs> so now we're saying you're not management material. Oh, it was bad because it was an open kitchen. I used to always work on the expo line. And I somebody said, Margot, this something got rang in wrong. I'm like, God damn it. That's I always just pissed because I'm out there. And then I, I wrote some girl up one day for, I don't even remember. What I, I don't even think she did anything wrong. I was just pissed. But i tell you one other time I got pissed off was when we were in Morgantown building Dirty Ernie's and fucking What's-His-Nuts kept oh. going to the bar. And me and you were doing all the grunt work. Yes, I remember that. Oh, you I went got over pissed. There. Oh, roses. Tom? It was roses. Yeah, his name Tommy, was Tom. Tommy and uh, the other guy, was he, Chuck. They had to send him to rehab. Yeah, while we were in Morgantown. Detox. <laughs> they're the G. They're the general contractor <laughs> on the job. You and I were just fucking laborers. Exactly. <laughs> that was a great hiring practice oh, on Big Ron. Jesus Christ on a lunchbox. <laughs> I had to drive him, uh, Dilrod, and uh, and uh, Greg home one from Morgantown. That one time oh. I was like, "This is just a miserable two and a half hours." Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "Where are they at?" They're all they're up at Roses. I go up and I was like, "Why the fuck are Josh and I down here working, and you two motherfuckers?" It was noon. It was. It was. Yeah. It was not even like they were there at six in the mm-hmm. evening. It was fucking noon or sometime mid afternoon. And yeah. they were already at Rose's drinking. And then that one day they were like, let's have a, we'll have a meeting. Remember we had a staff meeting? Yeah. And I come to the staff meeting, and I think it was Tommy was his name. Uh, and he, first of all, we get there, and Greg's watching pornos on yeah. the fucking TV. I'm yeah. like, well, this is going to go off really. <laughs> I was like, Bob Parker. Sure right. <laughs> so, you know, he's like, which one of y'all wants to be a carpenter? I said, I'm not here to be a fucking carpenter. Yeah. I'm here to be a laborer so we can get this building up and running so I can manage the fucking restaurant, which is why I was hired in the first place. <laughs> you dumb fuck. We should have known that place was desperate uh, at that point, though. And what's funny is that's exactly what I was thinking of my heart today at work. Because me and you took that, I think it was 1,100 square foot building, and we had to take the entire tile floor blow off. Blowtorch and scrape. So one of us would run this blowtorch, and we only got like two tiles off at, at a time. time. It took 11 hours, oh, 11 okay. hours to get that tile off. put two coats on all those four-by-two tiles. Oh, yes. Is that a hang in the red? Oh. Yeah, I'm up there hanging those, and I, I couldn't find Joey Herrera, and I said, Hey, Josh, you seen Joey? What's he doing? He's, oh, I'm just over here fucking off. <laughs> he was sweeping <laughs> in, the, sweeping in, the, in the closet that was just barely bigger than him. <laughs> after that, I'll never forget after we did that tile that one day. I was so hot and tired and sweaty. <laughs> And we parked our cars in that parking garage around the corner. And I went and got in my car, and I put it in reverse, and I backed up and backed right into her car. I was like, this is just the worst day ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, just the is, worst day of my were. life. It was so bad. Yeah, we, we should write a book about that experience. We day. should. We should. I mean, that, that, that whole thing from beginning to end. Now, there were some good times in the middle. There were. Where it was a complete and utter disaster. There were. <laughs> McClung to this day, he thought it was his podcast, so he won't hear us say this. Yeah, listen to us. No, son of a bitch. <laughs> he, uh, 
Tisha has got here to give away free drinks. Shit. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, a, you lie to me. Don't lie I, to yourself. I'm 6'2", if that's the case. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. You're 6'2". I, I, st- I started basketball. I was, I was a college star. Come on, <laughs> Yeah. And, and he only uses a half a tube of toothpaste to brush his teeth, too. Yeah. Tell us another one there, Jim Carlin. Get out of here. Or George Carlin. I that's good enough. Jim Carlin. Jim Carlin was a WVU coach. All right, so we we, we done? We're done. I guess uh, starting August, we'll, I guess probably when we get back from vacation, we'll start weekly game, weekly uh, shows. Yeah, we'll do a, uh, do a pre, preview. We should mention this is episode 90. I know, So this football season, we'll hit episode 100. I'll be damned. That's insane. We'll have to come up with a, we'll have to have a celebrity speaker that day. We might have to have a celebrity. We'll just have all our celebrities on here. Everybody we talk, we'll have to chime in like, yeah. and tell us. What they hate about the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it really grinds my gears. <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm going to see uh, Gwen Stepensky, Chips, and Davies this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, they're having some kind of get-together at Greg's uh, brother's house. And where Jane's out of town, they're like, you want to come up? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to come up. That, I can't wait for the next podcast to hear the stories that from that That should be a good one. That should be a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go survive uh, the beach house with Tash. Our kids, the puppy that we got, we got a uh, eight week old now, half Saint Bernard, half Great Pyrenees puppy. It's gonna be 180 pounds when it's all said and done. Yeah, it's gonna be a big dog. Right. We call it Eris, named after the Greek god of chaos, strife, and discord. All right, <laughs> three of your favorite activities. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was pretty fitting. <laughs> it is, yeah. And then uh, uh, not only that, so there's them, Tony and Teresa, and their dog. Bernie, Ash's aunt, and Uncle Uncle Mike, and their dog, and then her her cousin Brittany and her dog, are all staying in this house in in Oak Island, North Carolina, which I'm going to tomorrow. That's the reason why I got two growlers, a beer, and a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> you might want to pick up another one. <laughs> well, I got one. Well, you got one laying in there. You're good. You're good. You're good. All right, man. Well, until then. Hopefully I'll survive this weekend, and hopefully you survive this weekend. I'll do my best. I guess uh, one more I'm going home and going to bed. One more I'm going home and going to bed.